Welcome to this episode of No Blasters with me, Karen Bartlett. I'm wearing an absolutely fucking sensational Miyagi-Do karate t-shirt today. Up them, up those hoods. Now, um, that's actually funny, isn't it? UTH, instead of saying up the hoods, say up those hoods. I don't know why, that's just funny. Up those hoods. Anyway, so, it means nothing. Anyway, so... Let's get stuck in. Today's guest is Aaron McCann, all the way from Oma, y'all. Oh, I thought you were doing an ad read there. Oh, I no, was just I'm, gonna. That's I'm, why I was like, I was here the whole time. I'm very quickly just saying hello, and then thank gonna, you. And then what I do is I cut you off, and then ads now. So today's um, get today's guest, today's episode is sponsored by Manscaped.com, the home of pubic trimmage, the home of landscape that's why it's called manscaped isn't it because it's like a pun with landscaping you sort of mow your bag um i've uh you sh- you strim your quim as it were that's great you should definitely say that uh so uh, <laughs> oh my god um so basically seed no doesn't work anyway fuck up twink Manscaped.com, get over there, use the code NOBLASTERS20, that's the word, NOBLASTERS, the number 20, all one thing, NOBLASTERS20, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping. I can highly recommend the ball deodorant, I can highly recommend the crop preserving ball wipes, I can highly recommend uh, ball toner, and if you were looking for a sound engineer, I can highly recommend ball toner. Um, If you're uh, a sound guy, like, and also a sound guy, um, I used to hit my job uh, being a sound guy, but I'm not one two one two complain. <laughs> oh, bad skipped. So get over there. They have the performance package, which comes with everything. It has the lawnmower 4.0, the weed whacker 2.0. That's lawnmowers for your your pubic areas and your face, if that's what you want. And um, the weed whackers for your nose and your ears. Great products. Manscaped.com. Use the code NoBlasters20. We love them. They love us. Speaking of things we love, that love us, go on over to Joxer, our second sponsor for today's episode. Joxer have locations in um, Royal Hillsborough. They also have them in Bangor and uh, Hollywood, mate. Right, so let's get stuck in here. Firstly, the home of chaffles. That's that's what it is, first and foremost. Chicken waffles, cinnamon butter, sriracha, maple syrup. I mean, what a time. What a fucking time. I can all be yours for less than £15. I mean, it's mental. You'll put on about £20 just fucking thinking about it. Now, it's unbelievable. You can also uh, go into Joxer. So it opens every day between uh, 9 and 4. They also open uh, late on Thursday through Sundays. You can book tables for those late openings on resdiary.com. They do very lovely coffee in Joxer, like it would compete with the best coffees in uh, this place, this country. Um, I would certainly say you can get uh, lovely wee tray bakes and all in there. They do 15s that'll change your life, I won't lie. Big wax of marshmallow in there. I hate when you get a 15 and the, the hang back on the marshmallow. Joxer don't do that, they do it right. They also have an amazing Caesar salad that comes with an egg on it that some people think smacks it up a bit, but I actually think it makes it classy. So um, go on over to Joxer, try it in Hillsborough, Bangor, or Hollywood. Try all three. Book a lose late tables on resdiary.com. We love them. They love us. 
Last thing to talk about very briefly here is our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash no blasters. This is the home of no blasters, extra time, which is a podcast which drops every Thursday for you. We drop uh, specials like uh, our uh, never mind the mock blame specials are up there, our uh, fucking comedy specials, Goblin King and Majestic are up there, loads of things like that. We also do announcements pre-announcements of shows we do we bulletins every week so you know what's happening in all all the world of uh twank hq it's a great time it's from as little as three pounds a month for six pounds a month you can arrange to play fifa and get your own episode of extra time with me so it's a great uh it's a great deal loads of content we have smells bitching on there as well which is a wee cookery thing that we do it's fucking brilliant uh, if I do say so myself. So try it. It's over at patreon.com forward slash no blasters. Very, very, very last thing. Buy tickets to my fucking SSE shows. Ticketmaster.ie. The 10th and the 24th of November. Thank you. That's quite a long read. Anyway, let's get stuck in. So we were talking before you before you arrived. We were doing exactly what you would think two uh, white uh, male comedians would be doing. We're just talking about gay. No, what we're talking about, <laughs> what we're talking about, uh, f- weird, weird guys. But what we're talking about, uh, the game, yeah, that, that book, and the subsequent asshole culture that kind of came with it. Now, so just just a review from my side of things. Like, I, I, I saw that book when I was what about eighteen or nineteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my brothers had it. I said the iron earlier. This was at a time in my life when I was devouring literature. I can't believe this was a book that you leaped into. Oh, mate. mate see, at this time in my life, I was reading maybe, like, literally five or six books a week. Like, Was there just, a point, like, in the midst of reading it where you were like, I've got the secrets here? No, no. The, the, <laughs> so, right, let's get into this right now. The, the If you don't know what the game is, it's a book by Neil Strauss. I always go to call him Nick. I think it's Neil, Neil Strauss. Who was a? This is the best bit in the book, by the way, mm-hmm. is when he talks about how he came to write it. So this is like the first few pages, the best bit in the book. Um, he was a journalist, and he was out in the road with Motley Crue, and Motley Crue is that that band with Tommy Lee in it and Nicky Six, and it's like, you know, top like, shaggers, top shaggers, right? Yeah, like woeful stuff though, like grim. And he uh, wrote, he wrote a book with them. What's it called? That thing. It's it's not called On the Road. What's it called? Fucking Motley Crue. Uh his book about Motley Crue. Is it called On the Road with Motley Crue? No. It's not. It it has a name. Anyway, the the dirt. The dirt. Oh yeah, they made it fun. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> like I read that and when I saw his name on the side of the game I went, oh, I'll read this. The dirt is one of those things that you read and you go what what is life outside of Belfast? Yeah, and then you realize that some tramps are doing stuff like that. There's a I don't even want to get into the, the the detail of the dirt, but there was a bit in it involving a telephone that literally blew my brain apart. Where I just went, people do stuff like that. What was the what was being used? Oh well, it was being well the phone wasn't being used the way for communication. Well, it sort of was because someone was on the other end of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like a phone up the dude, and that was in the days too of the Nokia bricks, right? No, mate, this wasn't a mobile, this was a landline. Landline up the dude's fire, La- landline. 
That's that's one tier below a fax machine. It's, that's I mean, insane. I mean, it used to be Bob Hoskins going, it's good to talk. And then the next thing, <laughs> it's like, it's good to jam it in the stranger. Well, this is the thing is human beings will find a way to take any invention and but make they, it about they, sex. They, they called somebody while they did it. That's right. Oh, well, yeah, but what's I the point did it halfway? I said I didn't want to get into detail. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Sorry, I dragged so, that out. No, here. no, no, but they dragged the phone out. So... I mean, just disgusting, right? Six missed calls. Like that, when I said blew my mind apart, I didn't read it and go, that's a band. Like, I read it and went, this should be banned. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was like, that's not being prudish either. It's just no, going, no, I get why it. am I reading this? Why is that? In, why, do, do you ever, like, do you ever watch a documentary <laughs> and, like, they show you something that you go, I wish I could unsee that? Yeah, totally. I wish I could unknow that. I mean, the pervert in me would love to know what a polyphonic ringtone sounds like up someone's dude. <laughs> You know what I mean? You got the Simpsons theme song blaring up there. Oh, man. Polyphonic is, you know what I mean? The crazy frog uh, just up a dude. Jamster, that was the first time I ever got fucked by Big Corp was I went to get, <laughs> I went to get the crazy frog ringtone and it should have been like three pounds yeah. right on the back of the magazine somewhere, right? I think they ended up getting about 32 pounds oh out of Oh, my God. By the end of it. For the fucking... <laughs> right. Oh, here, that we can't... I'd, I'd see that. See at. Oh, uh, see at. Oh, uh, so that was that was when things started to go downhill culturally. Yeah. Like post Crazy um, Frog was worse. Than post nine. It was Crazy Frog post nine eleven. Oh why? Oh why? Oh why? Yeah. Uh yeah, definitely. Uh Crazy Frog would have been oh, Crazy four, Flames. Five, crazy maybe frogs. maybe a wee bit later. Was I already at uni when Crazy Frog happened? Mate, I swear to God, see turning, see turning one year older. Like it, it's making me. Next year, I w- will be the year when I I've been twenty years out of school. That makes me feel ancient. Wait, how old are you next year? Thirty eight. I just turned thirty seven yesterday. Isn't it crazy where comedy, like all the comedians and stuff, you never think about their age? No, you never. Like I'm twenty nine now, uh, and I think I met you when I was like what fucking nineteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stop us, right? So sorry. No, no, it, it it blows my mind, but in a different way from the phone up with dude now. <laughs> So like, <laughs> I just I just imagine like imagine trying to get like a good deal on a phone. Yeah. For that though, do you know what yeah. I mean? Do you get uh, even on weekend calls and fucking? Well, you know, you jam it. Well, you, it couldn't be done during the daytime back in them days because you got it cheaper when you ran Absolutely. past eight o'clock. That's it. Past you know six, mate. If you're with six. BT. Nice, nice. Anyway, so so good deals with Bob. Do you remember those ads? It's good. I love those ads. Somebody would ring. I I love this one. Uh, you know, dad answers the phone, hello. Oh, all right, love. Yeah, I'll get your mum now. She goes, I called to talk to you, dad. <laughs> You're like, she's pregnant. Um, that's the only reason. Right, so anyway. Uh, so anyway. The game. The game, right. So the, bi- the bit in the book that I thought was most interesting was him talking about how the book came to be, which was he was out in the road with Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. They're all riding all around them, mm-hmm. and he couldn't even chat to women. So he's sort of going, there's something wrong with me. I go, no, there's quite a lot wrong with them, though, right? Correct. Um, so anyway, that, that was the thing. And when he was talking to his editor, his editor was like, why don't you write something else about sort of being out in the road with them? You know, you must have seen your first show of, like, you know, women and stuff. And he was like, well, actually, I didn't. And then it was like, he he started, his editor was like, is there something in that about being sort of, you know, you know, you're working in Wembley and can't kick a football, like, you know what I mean? So it was like, is there something in that? And 
he got into the community then, like researching the community of pickup artists who were like teaching classes. Crazy. Which is mental to think that that was a market, right? Yeah. And I'm sure it still is. But um, uh, today's episode is also sponsored by Pick Me Up, which is uh, my pickup class. It's also for weightlifters, and I encourage them to pick me up if they can. But anyway. Uh, what do you think has more use, a pickup artist course or a stand-up comedy course? <laughs> It's hard to know because you can't really teach either. Can you? Like both can be spoofed. Like yeah. I could probably start like a pickup class tomorrow stand-up, and a stand-up comedy it, course. If you if you do a certain type of stand-up comedy, like mine, you are basically just nagging the crowd. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, so like, so the game got in your head. Know, that's it. So like, part of this was like, I thought that whole bit was interesting. He started like, you know, going to see these classes and meet these people, and then he's in like uh, on like forums with them, yeah, talking with these people and like learning things. And then he actually starts trying some of it out and he gets a few dates and what have you, right? The stuff that I do have, you know, take on bridge with is this. It's it's like the ultimate course in treat him mean, keep him keen type shit. Yeah. And I'm like, it's for meaningless, it's for meaningless relationships. Because if you, so this nagging thing, which we were talking about, you, you described it, what was it like? So you just go up to people. You had a great example, like. Oh, well, it was like you know. I think the way that they try to phrase it. I remember I was telling you about that mystery of love show yeah. that used to be on VH1, and he'd be like telling the boys how to nag. You know, he's like nag is a it's the spine of pickup artistry. You know, so like if there's a girl at a club or a bar or whatever, and you go up to her, and you're like, oh, can I get you a drink? Or you you look great, whatever. They're like everyone's doing that. What you want to do is you want to go up there. And you want to tell her something about herself that she could change. So go up to her and be like, you know, you'd look way better if you were blonde. And then like stays in her head. And she thinks, oh, I really want this man now. It's crazy. Like, it's, it's, do you know what it is though? It's very manipulative. It's ninja. This is the thing. It's like, there's that book, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence oh, uh, People. Yeah, yeah. That's, all that shit is like manipulation. Like if you're reading books on how to speak to people for your yeah. own benefit, you're a fucking sociopath. What did, what did you call that cunt? Yeah, it's 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 less even that it's for your own benefit and more that it's to you're trying to actually influence their specific behavior for your benefit, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, like it's not like going, here mate, you know, I think this would be a good idea for us to do and we'll both make money out of it. Because yeah. that is you're trying to influence people there and you're trying to sort of go Let's get towards some, but I think if you're literally trying to go, if you're trying, like you're saying something, for instance, one of the things I remember, I think from the game was, you know, go over to two or three uh, women and go, nope. and go over and say, did you see that fight out there? Were you, was that, was that girl, and I'd say it was girls fighting, go over and go, were you with those girls that were fighting earlier? And they immediately go, oh no, what happened? And then, and I'm like, that is so. And sneaky. you're like, so what do you do for work? Sneaky and weird. Whereas my way of doing it is go, you see this fucking guitar here? Do you? What? Here's Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. I have feelings. You know there I mean? you go. There you yeah. go. Here, look, I can do Mr. Brightside, even though I'm very sad on the inside. You know what I mean? Mr. Darkside, here we go. Fucking the emo version. Do you know what I mean? I'm just staying in the cage. I'm not doing all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody write that down. That's fucking. I might. I might do that at the SSA. I'm looking. I'm looking anywhere for extra material at the minute. Oh my god, that's absolutely mental, isn't it? It's like, absolutely insane. Like it's so. 
it's so and, and it is it's all just it's for meaningless it's all just to get the ride it's not for you're not gonna meet you're you're not gonna cultivate a real relationship at all no because it's based on shit be honest have you subconsciously ever used any of the game that you learned from the game to find your darling wife that you've acquired uh, today? No, I would never. I would never have done. You've never nagged her once. I would never nag. No, but I would. Uh, so I would. So pe- peacocking is certainly something that I may have done, <laughs> where you you were something absolutely scandalously rare. Yeah. You know. Um, I but peacock, I, but, I was, but not but, for that intention. But but I, but I was more like a like just I was peacocking, if you know what I mean, <laughs> just being a cock because I did it wrong. Like I would peacock in stuff that isn't attractive. Yeah. Like I would. Pe- there's peacocking, which is like. You know, oh, you're heading out tonight on the pool. Stick on your fucking, you know, don't stick on a crisp white shirt. Bright stick red. On, stick on a fucking bright red or a fucking stick on a fucking weird purple one or something. Mm-hmm. It's purple silk, right? Yeah. I would go out in a nice hockey shirt and fingerless gloves, <laughs> being like, they'll notice me. But they're noticing me and going, who's that serial killer? Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's dead peacock. Who's, what's Goldberg doing here? Right? That's what was happening for me. Do you know what I mean? So I was doing it. You know what I mean? I was mighty docking, yeah. not not fucking peacocking. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was. I don't I, like. I I always the the. I I agree though that like. I see see because my, my natural instinct is to just try to talk to people, honestly, but do try to make jokes. I do try to make people yeah. laugh. Yeah, and that's something I was doing. That's why I'm a comedian, if you know what I mean. Because yeah. I was doing that anyway. But that's not a manipulative intent. Well, it sort of is in a way because you're trying to make them laugh, but it's for everyone's benefit, and it's also like I don't know what that is. What is that? It's we want. But it feels like a natural thing, though. <laughs> no, it is. But all comedians have it. But like, like making someone laugh in normal conversation—that's like microdose in a stand-up gig. Yes. Well, I was doing that for a long time. Yeah. I was. I've been, been microdosing. Uh, yeah, and I've also been microdosing stand-up. But uh, yeah, like. Um, yeah, because that's interesting. Because like we're trying, you but you're trying to, you're trying to. What's the word? El- elucidate or elucidate? Uh, like a certain response. Like is that the right word? Elucidate. Hmm. Elicit. Elicit. Yeah. What's elucidate mean? E l u c i d a t e. You know what podcasting's really exposed me to is uh, me spelling words. I <laughs> I definitely don't do conversations with intent. Right. I freestyle ninety six percent of them. But it's taught me that uh, I use so many words in my vocabulary, which I've locked down, which are completely incorrect. <laughs> like what? Right, so the last week I said uh, people will viscerally talk shit and get us immediately. Because you know the way, most people would let it slide, which yeah, is yeah. why I've got the confidence to use that in conversation. I, most people I, let it slide. I would probably let it slide, but I would also go, Yeah, that's fine. Get us immediately goes, you do, do you know what that means? And I was like, like viciously? <laughs> He was v- like, no. to, to viscerally talk shit would be to like, like make it really realistic about shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's visceral. Do you know mm-hmm. if I could point the origin of it? I think it's like I use that right, correct? If you could what? Point the origin of it. Yeah. Aye. Point to the origin of yeah. it. Yeah. That's a lot of words. Yeah, but I yeah. that was all right. Yeah. Oh, right? no, all, 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 all sorry. Good, right? I'm like a shelter dog now. I've been called that many times. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it comes from pro wrestling. Right. Because oh, yeah, yeah. the commentators would use all these words, and I'd be like, yeah. "Oh shit, I like that word." Yeah, and then I would take it and use it in the completely I mean, incorrect if context. If you're trying to become, uh, like you know, a great speaker, 
Mm. One of the last places I would say to look for inspiration <laughs> would be wrestling commentary. I disagree. They ref- they used to refer to Triple H as the cerebral assassin, which is just like, like that's black belt. But it's like no. But it's like it's like even I mean any American commentary. See like the ice hockey commentary. Uh-huh. The, generally, American vocabulary is basically why use two words when you could use nineteen? <laughs> like yeah. always, uh, and you know, do you ever do you ever read like a? Do you ever? I was about to say, like, in the New Yorker, and I sound like an absolute cunt, and it's also not a great example. Relatable. Did you ever read, I know, <laughs> did you ever read, I, I didn't even mean to say the New Yorker, though, what do you call that one? The, the, in, the Inquirer. Yes. The, the, the Inquirer. Like, it'll it'll start off, though, with something, it'll start off with, it'll say stuff like, uh, you know, because of the overriding factors in game production these days with the, uh, Changes made because of the overriding and proceeding, uh, and it just goes on like this. And you could just slim it all down and go, when? Yeah, I don't like that either. I think you know? there's there's a happy in between. Yeah, you know, you want to sprinkle. I think we're in the in between because we're we're more crack than your average. Like you're at, like in terms of like Eng- like like English speaking world people from here are more crack than say English people and Welsh people. Yeah, it's like Biggie said. You know, sicker than your average. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thicker than your average, so like, <laughs> so like, I uh, I just, I just, mate, see that fucking, anyway, see that book. Yes, sorry. It, no, no, it's, it's fine. It, it fucking, the the bullshit that came after it with like the way pe- with people actually getting on like that, I think is mental. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm thinking like that they're the only one that's read it. That that was the thing that it really did. Yeah, made loads of dudes go. And uh, to be fair, Jordan Peterson. Similar in the way people respond to it and go, I'm the only like getting on like I'm the only one. He's talking to me personally. Yeah. And then you see them getting on in weird ways or saying some sort of weird shit, and you're like, All right. Yeah, they treated New York Times bestseller like it's like one of these old and tasty and books that they blow cobwebs off. Exactly. And they're like, yeah. You know, they've got the fucking keys to Atlantis. Yeah, exactly. Like as as if it's it's like when a radio DJ. Plays something by like Meatloaf mm. and goes, Oh, Meatloaf, there. <laughs> you know, you, you really think about it, you know, you queer vocals. You're like, You didn't discover him, yeah. Also, you don't have to really think about it. I also don't know. He's like Meatloaf critically acclaimed. Mind. But uh, fucking Bon Jovi, they played Living on a Prayer on the radio last week, and afterwards, oh, Bon Jovi there with an absolutely brilliant song. And I went, <laughs> I it was brilliant. It, it it is brilliant. It is brilliant. Yeah. Do you know how brilliant it is? People have played it everywhere all day yeah. for thirty five years. You yeah. You did like. It actually puts me in a mood. Like when I hear stuff like that, I I will listen to hard like hard metal that is like, where I am one of three thousand listeners a month. You know, just to forget about a comment that a radio DJ made, getting on like they fucking discovered. Take that or something. I've been listening yeah. to a lot of hard metal recently, in the in the in the gymnasium. What have you been listening to? A little bit, a little bit of Kill Switch. Oh, I know you're fond of that. I, love a bit of Kill I know you're fond of that. Oh. Uh, and That's then so a little bit so of Breaking. Again, the origin Breaking of that. Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin. Yeah. Chloe likes him. Again, yeah. going back to pro wrestling. Pro wrestling pay per view films shape my early music taste. Don't. Uh, Breg and Benjamin have a song called The Diary of Jane. Correct. So Unreal. every time he says it, it sounds like he's saying diarrhea. 
Yeah. He says, in the diarrhea, Jane. You're like, yeah, diarrhea, Jane. I do like that. Awful so, bitch. Like, where? Shits herself every five minutes. It's, it's, it's her IBS anthem, like, you know what I mean? Diarrhea, Diarrhea, Jane. IBS. There's going to be six people that love this. I know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's his niche banter, like, yeah, Chloe loves them and so, yeah. I like, yeah, like Friday is Grace, like bands like that, like stuff I used to listen. To I I hear everything stuff. about you. Yeah. Oh Jim. man, what a song! The ultimate, one of the ultimate I emo. Yeah. Everything about you. Why do I know you? Oh, it is weird though, because at the time, again, feeling like things are speaking to you. When you're 16, you feel like all these bands are speaking to you personally. personally yeah. yeah. But you grew out of that once you had about 22. I well, I did. Maybe people grew out of it earlier. Once I sort of got through uni and went, oh, fuck, right, okay, I'm just a fucking speck on a big rock in the middle of this fucking space. Correct. And those you dudes know. were 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but they were talking to me personally yeah. after my breakup with Emma Hilliard uh, when she was my home economics partner. You know what All I mean? right, okay, yeah. That's how you feel at the time. And then, of course, you know, you progress through life and you go, ah, oh, that was a... That was a weird turn from my teens. I like, used to wear Hanley's hoodies <laughs> and listen to sad songs do you in know, a it bungalow. Is, it is weird, though, because for me, that lasted until I was literally 29. So, like, <laughs> I, uh, and even then, like, I. It's know, still in you. It is still in me. The, listen, it in, uh, here, in me, what a band. Uh, but, like, um, do you remember them? Do you remember them? In I, me? I didn't get that they far. Were, they were in English. I didn't get that far. <laughs> I didn't get that far into the uh, self-loathing twink. Uh, I think that was mainly yourself. Um, in me, we're like an English uh, three-piece. Fucking first album is unreal. Second album's great too. Second album's a wee bit more of a, what do you call a unit shifter, you know? A wee bit more of a um, radio-friendly. Uh, but the, mate, the, the fucking, oh, mate, that first album, Overgrown Eden. Do you know what's weird? I have so a friend, like, from Oma, right? This is a guy born raised Noma, weirdly into ska. Yeah. Loves ska. A lot of the guys that were in Steer Clear, they were in a ska band before. They, they had quite a good ska band called Social Outcast. Big fan of uh, Last than Jake, is it? Mm, uh, yeah. Do you think it's strange? Yeah. Uh, they have, Tony Hawk? They have a couple of songs that, that melt me, though. Aye. She's gonna break soon, gonna break soon, gonna break soon. They also have, oh, there's one that really, uh, oh no, hold on, is that, no, that's not them, sorry, is that lit? My, I'm my own worst enemy, that's lit, sorry, that song fucking melts me. Oh, the one, uh, please tell me, please tell me why. Sleeping with my clothes on. Yeah. Oh, me and I. That's the only thing. That's by the way, in terms of white guys, that's the only thing we have. <coughs> is pop punk. That, that's dad rock. We can do that, and that's it. Mate, you know, really, it it actually it totally melts me that like, because Willie's right. Willie calls us divorced dad rock. Now he loves it too, but that that is what it is. Like I didn't realize that. I I even listen to that. Still feeling like it's summer in 2004, like, do you know what I mean? Oh, it brings you back, like, but you know what I find is the ultimate uh, take-me-back music for me? 2006 house party anthems. 
Right, but what were you listening to at these house parties? So, at these house parties, uh, Emily Edwards used to host You the were best quite young party. at this time, though. What age were you? Um, house parties for you in 2006 so probably 2006. involved cola, whereas, like, I was, you know, I was having cola cubes at mine. No, we were having, we were dishing into, well, 2006, Elon. What year would this have been now? It's like 15 years ago. No, it's like 17 years ago. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you were only like 12. No, well, they had way later than that. 2006 was a great year for 2006, music. 2006, I'd have been second year in uni, probably listening to, like, Anthur Shikari and fucking, you know. Do you remember Anthur Shikari? Do you remember that one they had fucking... Uh, starts all I got and all, and it's like... Well, I fucked up the year. What year did Dad do me a favor? Look up what year Jason Derulo released What You Say. Here's a true story about that Anthony Shikari song. I fucking sorry, not a winner. That was my, uh, genuinely, that was my Bebo profile video and song. Nice. For nice. pretty much all of Bebo, yeah. Released 2009. 2009, so we're talking around this, sir. 2009, <coughs> 2010. The house parties with the fat frogs and the... I believe 2009 was the year Killswitch dropped their <laughs> self-titled album, the second self-titled album, Killswitch Engage. Uh, and I was flat out going through that, like. Yeah. Yeah. I would have also been listening to a lot of balls from my Valentine around this time. Yes. The, the old uh, "Waking the Demon." Yeah. I had Where I had a big ball because I remember on uh, the free sex day you could like burn albums on the yes. Xbox and then yes. have that instead of the game music. We used to just literally all we did was play Halo Free flat, and I burned I think Bullet from My Valentine, a Breaking Benjamin album, and Three Days Grace onto it. Oh man, perfect music! I used to rake around Zappin on Rangers. Grand Theft Auto uh, with my music on in the car, and I would have had like uh, I had I put on a, a mix of um, Avenged Sevenfold and like Trivium and stuff like mm-hmm. that. This was more like two thousand and four ish, two thousand five. We better fucking. Do you remember Event Sevenfold? No. Oh, I. Unholy confession. He who makes the best out of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man. <laughs> I try, yeah, 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 and drive all through the night. What was that other one? Uh, afterlife. Save for my afterlife. My peace of mind. And then that one. Uh, it's almost easy. Oh, yeah. Dun. Uh, dun. And then he's just like, come back to me, it's almost easy. Oh. Do you remember Dear God? Yes, a wee yeah. bit, a wee bit. Yeah. This is this is around the time I'm starting to potentially... You're dipping out. It's type of song that would make me tune out a bit from yeah. now. I stayed Whereas in the like, trend for two more stops. I was more like a... Like, or, like I'm gonna. Sound, this is when you sound like an absolute wank, isn't it? Where I'm about to go. I was more like early avenged, uh, <laughs> unholy confessions and reminiscences, and uh, they have a song called Eternal Rest that's uh-huh. on Wake and the Fallen. That just starts off with the most mental guitar shit, and then has this big operatic chorus. I love that. Like, oh mate, they were class. Do you remember the time? I remember one time we recorded a podcast in your car, and. <laughs> 
we listen to Westlife if I let you go. Oh my god. But and, if I let you go. And I couldn't remember I couldn't remember the guy's name and I was like, dude, and you knew it straight away. I was like, the operatic cunt. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy the guy in Flam Without Wings that gives you the it's like fly with that way. The courage to show Ah, that, I think about that bit in that song at the least twice. Show, <laughs> it's fucking so good. Wait, is that wrong? <coughs> no, it's so good. All right. It's so good. Just made me laugh. You're just like, the courage to show that I've never felt <laughs> so much love. Someone should do, someone should make um, like an emo pop punk band and I'll do Westlife covers. Yeah. Oh my God, sir. Yeah. Can you imagine? What would you, what would you call such a band? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> oh, you're chatting. Um, I don't know what would you call that. What would you call this band? We're going sad. We're going yeah. Worst life. <laughs> worst life. <laughs> worst life. Oh my god. Baby, bop, bop, baby. Worst life. Oh my god. And I swear it all over again and I I never meant to make you sad. Yes. I That's a banger. <laughs> That's class. That's a banger. What was that one? Uh they had a few bangers made that one you were just doing there. Or here Uptown Girl like this. Uptown as well. Girl. I yeah. love that. I I like that I like that Billy Joel original though of Uptown Girl. Do you know he was on the radio the other day and that one you know that one Billy Joel, what do you call it? Um, take the good times, take the bad times. I love you just the way you are. It's just, it's the sound of New York in the 80s. That's what yeah. he is. Like, um, like all those movies that were out from New York in the 80s that just made New York look amazing, like Big and like Three Men and a Baby. And big is quality. Big is just like. Big holds up. Made Big. Do you know, do you know the only bit of Big that's weird? And it is weird when if you if you you get into the weeds a wee bit if you read too much into big, so he's thirteen right Mm -hmm. or whatever twelve or thirteen he feels her tit right that's weird, but he is an adult when he does it technically. But then the bit when she knows this is when you get it. Sorry, this is when you get into the weeds, right? She she knows he's a kid, Mm -hmm. and actually considers, like, you know, going back. And I think in the original ending, she was going to go back with him. To, she was going to go to Zoltar and wish to be a kid. Yeah. Which is weird, because then she would be 30 and he would be 13. She was a big nonce. She, she, it's a wee bit nonce It's sort of like the bit in Back to the Future where, and here, don't write in about this, I love Back to the Future. The whole reason I bought a pickup truck is because I fucking love Back to the Future. And um, I, uh, there, there's the, the bit when he kisses his ma. What? The DeLorean doesn't run, Dan. Do you know what I mean? Uh, the the car wouldn't he, pull you out of bed. No, the, the the fucking the the what do you call it? The 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 car that he gets, the car that he sees, and he's like, check out that four by four. That is hot. Since I was like a wee boy, I've always gone, oh, fuck their class. Yeah. And every time I see one, I'm like, their class. Yeah. So I went fucking bought one anyway. And it's 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 the only time <laughs> I've really made a truly truly extravagant purchase for myself in my life. So suck my dick. Anyway, right. 
Um, probably don't need to tell people to suck my dick over it. I'll just have the car. I'm sort of sucking my own dick in many ways. But anyway, the 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 thing. Yeah, sorry, I can't remember what the fuck we're all about now. But the where the fields are green, <laughs> she wants again. While I'll... sorry, every every time you lose your train of thought, I'll come up with worse man. Worse Papa, baby, please <laughs> let me go. They, I'm trying to think what's all oh, the best Westlife song. When you're looking like yeah. that, oh, mate. How am I, I supposed, supposed to leave you now? That'll be like, how am I supposed to leave you now? When you're looking like that. And then you do a bit where it just goes, you get everybody going, you know, hey, hey. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey. Am I supposed to leave you now? She's oh. five foot ten. <laughs> That's great. Something like chapstick and blackened eyes. I don't know. I don't really know the words, but like something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's five. She's five foot ten. That's a big woman. Like <laughs> she's five foot ten, size nines on her feet. She might be a fucking back like an IKEA yeah. shelf. <laughs> But she's out of my reach. You're no shit. She's she's in fucking Shaq's reach. She's fucking 5'10. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Like, just fucking LeBron. It's just LeBron. She's seven feet tall. I don't think I stand a chance. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was literally about to say maybe she's like a fucking pro women's NBA player. Do you know what I mean? She's five feet 10. Earns thirty grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. Now I gotta look up when you're looking like that lyrics. Oh, so good. Because now I'm invested. Do you know loads of, like there's boy bands reforming? Do you know that NSYNC are coming back for a tour? On fuck w- with JT? Because I was gonna say if JT's not involved, uh, like not NSYNC, scrap. Yeah. I might actually go to that. Wait, are they coming here? They're meant to do a world tour now. If that doesn't include Belfast or Dublin, it's not a world tour. Right, I'm being genuinely serious. I will go to that. Like, How far would you travel? I'd go to Dublin. I would go to Dublin. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go over. I'm not. I'm not going over water for it. Though I would. I the would, only water I'll cross. I would for them. go on Sky Scanner for it. I will. I won't. I. I would cross the Lagan and Loch Ness for it, but nothing else. Right. If if they come to Dublin, promise me we'll go. We'll go. I, I just want to go. I do you know I'll go and I will leave once I hear the line. It's gonna be me, and then I'll leave. I'll leave. There'll be more. I'll give him a ticket to somebody outside. It's gonna be weird seeing them guys like doing all those like jiggy boy bar moves. When would they be osteoporosis age now? No, no, no. I mean, if the if they do, they've been unlucky. Like JT's not fifty, is he? I can't. No, he's about forty-five, surely. So they say here she's five foot ten. And Katsura and Bambi eyes. She's five foot she's ten. She's five foot ten. Everybody. I'll tell you what, she's taller than our lead singer. Look him up, Shane Phelan. <laughs> Shane Phelan reach. Yeah, Shane, <laughs> Shane Phelan, tail of the tape. <laughs> Stretch life, let's find out how fucking big he is. He's short, like, he's small. Stretch <laughs> life, here we go. He is, he's fucking, he's very short, like, isn't he? Damn, what's the point in having Google if you can't find out Shane from Westlife's height? Like, I know. Is, is, is it not on there? I can't get uh, it. He, he is short. Like, I should have known I was wrong when I left her for a life in pity. But they say you never miss the water until it's gone. The water? 
because I failed to love you and just taking it out tonight. Is he on about his Luther? Oh, what? Is, is what? Luther? Is Luther? What's that? I've never is heard that one. Oh, no, got it, but I mean, what is a Luther? Just like, you know, a big old Luther on him. Does that... No, you could say that about any words. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Am I supposed to leave you now when you're looking like that? Am I supposed to leave you now? I can't believe I just gave away. When you're seven feet tall. What? 5'10". Now I can't get it back. I don't want to get lost. I don't want to live my life without you. I don't want to live my life without you. The big man's 5'6". He's 5'6". She's four inches taller on him. Oh, sorry. He's going to have to nagger if he's going to get in on him. Aye. What's your leg up there? You'd be, you'd be better looking if you weren't wearing high heels because now you're fucking six too. Do you know what I mean? If you're here, who's men the beanstalk? <laughs> Immediately oh. damp. You oh, know? yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, he's treating me like shit. You know neck life. <laughs> neck life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Neglect. Uh. What? I'm getting a migraine yeah. because of the pressure in my brain right now. Oh my god. That sounds like a Westlife lyric. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm getting. But, I, but, but, you, but you never miss a migraine until after it's gone. God, neg life, neg life is so good. Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> oh. Oh. You could see one of those like alpha male like TikTokers using that as a sign off. You know, <laughs> all right, guys, neg life. Neg see life. you next time. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. We'll be telling you how to call her Ma Cunt. <laughs> and she's gonna love it. Yeah. Neg life. Yeah. You want to get her Ma on your dick as well? Tell her she's an old whiz in the whore. You know what Who I mean? said that one? Freud? <laughs> nah, that's your old man. That's, that's your old man. Offspring? Yeah, yeah. Original yeah. Nagster? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Neg Flanders? Oh my Come God. on. <laughs> Original Nagster? These are, you've just named Neg Flanders. These are all different pickup artists, <laughs> but they're all the same guy. <laughs> I did get you some high deadly hose. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> indeedly doodly. There it is. Oh my That's Hugo God. Duncan, I think. Oh, mate, that was so good. Neg, oh. neg Flanders. <laughs> oh, my God. Neg and the stallion. Uh-huh. She loves it. Like, she loves that. Like, you know? Oh, my God. Oh. Shane Phelan was trying to nag a stallion about that, oh, yeah. I tell you. Oh, mate, see, Shane oh, Phelan, like, 5'6". I'm about <laughs> <laughs> She's 5'10". She's definitely too big for me. <laughs> he need the fucking yellow faces. But he does say, too, she's out of my reach forever. <laughs> As if to say, I show no signs. Like, Phelan wasn't on the full fat milk. Like. He's fucking piling in the miracle girl and happening. Like He's just as fuck now. That's it. <laughs> oh Jesus! I was. <laughs> he took Miracle Crow and then rode flat without wings. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, oh Jesus Christ, mate! That I'm, was... I'm, I'm literally like, I'm getting. You know how I know when I'm having a good podcast or something is when my tits sweat yeah, and yeah. my head is sore and my eyes feel like stretched. I'm, I'm sore here. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm in bits. Like, mate, that was funny. Like. Fucking 
Original Nexter. Oh, mate. Do you remember that Offspring? Do you remember the video for Original Prankster? Oh, yeah. Had that bit where... Um, I remember... Do you remember you could watch on... On Skulls, I think? You could... The, the would, there was videos that had bits blanked out during the day. But on... Like at night. Like mm-hmm. after nine, they just weren't blanked out anymore. Yes. So like I was sitting watching Skulls one time. I used to watch Skulls all the time. Were you more of a Skulls or a Kerrang, man? Skulls. What yeah. was the... What was the difference between them? Kerrang sort of stopped adding stuff. I mean, even now if you put Kerrang on, it's still tribute and fucking learn to fly by the Foo Fighters. And I hear both great songs, great videos, yeah. but you've seen them a hundred times. Like, um, Skulls definitely would have had a bit more of the punk and metal in it yeah. than Kerrang, which would have had big commercial metal acts. You yes. know, Limp Bizkit, Evanescence, Linkin Park. Yeah. Um, Sub forty one were never off crying. Yeah, Skulls would have given you um you know, funeral for a friend, kill switch, a bit more like that, you know. Yeah. More hardcore stuff, um, as well. Like you would have got your um you would have got bands like In Flames, Sepultura and like fuck what do you call them? It's did you like did you like Sub Forty One? Yeah. I love yeah, Sub Yeah, I love their first two albums. That's Sub Forty One. The uh, the first album is unbelievable. The second one's pretty great, but yeah. the first one is unreal. Yeah, all killer, no filler. Yeah, that's a great it's album. Fucking great. Um, that would have been a staple of like my. Yeah, album. definitely same. Like that. That. So like them, I, I really, I used to really like Newfound Glory as well. I still do. I still listen to Newfound Glory. Like, um, oh, how do we not talk about this? How do you feel about Blink One Eighty Two? He's come back. Well. Would have been feeling better about it had we actually been able to go see them. I had did you have tickets? It. So did my friend. Dom. Yeah, we had tickets like for the the team team No Blasters had tickets for that. No way. Me, Dan, Michael, Georgia, and Chloe all gonna go. And then obviously he's way back for family issues or whatever. But I'm like, you will reschedule. She popped, did she? I don't know if she popped. It just said, or maybe there's. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to spread false information about it. I don't know what it is. What's got it like? Has she popped? I th- well, it's, it just said like urgent family matter, and I was like, she's been pregnant for mm. right wee bit now. Yeah, for two years now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> giving birth to a baby elephant. I um, I I I hate that show. Look, I hate it. Keeping up with Kardashians. My mom. Now it's just called the Kardashians. It. Really? It's moved to Disney now. Like it's a, uh, yeah. My mom watches that. My mom watches. You know them TLC shows where they're just the most mental things. Real Housewives of Lanathan. She you know? lo- she yeah. loves that shit. Yeah, I remember the first decent television show my mom watched during the pandemic. I essentially forced her to watch Mad Men. Right, right. Blew her mind because it was the first TV show she'd ever watched that had, had characters, had stories in it. Yeah, had a storyline. It's not had just suspense. Not just fucking melters with half scripts going. I, I hope they I I hope I don't see Rita today because Rita's a little bitch. And then like it's like oh shit, guess who she's having lunch with? Rita. You're like, oi, she isn't though. It's half scripter sounds like like a slur term that real actors would use against people like oh, that. Oh yeah, it is. It's it's a term I use. Oh mate, <laughs> we half script. We fucking half script. See, I I hear. Take your fucking take your half story and fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the the one the most recent one I watched was that Love Is Blind one. Have you seen that? I've seen the first. I want to say three seasons of Love Is Blind. <laughs> You're indeed. Yeah, mate. Chloe likes it. 
we'll both like it. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, Aaron. It's a good. J- I can't. I can't watch any more of it though. We start, I think we started. It's gone the way Big Brother has gone though. Yeah. Where the first one there is actually an experimental vibe to it. Yeah. Where it's like, do we even have a show here? And then I watched the second series. Do you know what I've watched? I've watched the offshoot from it called The Ultimatum, What's where this? where it's like, uh couples go in who are either going to get married or break up and I'm like that's not a that's not a thing yeah. but they're, they've made it a thing you know and it's like and it's because what do you call him Nick what's his name Britney Spears' ex or not Britney Spears Jessica Simpson Nick Lachey and your woman uh, his wife what's her name Nick and Kelly Don't know. Nick and somebody uh, his wife they 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 get on as if like you know they they'll be like well before Nick and I get married you know we decided to take a little break from each other and see is it actually what we wanted and we're all you know all power to us because it's better now and you're like all parties because he was absolutely slurping the juice out of it every <laughs> night like and she's been on it like a fucking pogo stick as well slurping so the, the juice two, the two, out instead of just going I love you let's get married you go. I love you. We are going to get married, but here, let's throw caution to the wind. Let's see if we let's see if we can bring AIDS into this marriage. That's the thought. That's the thought that entered my brain. I like. I I'm really proud of you for letting that out. I don't, I don't mean I shouldn't have, but it's no, like, no, no, no. you better keep that in. I if I fucking watch this bag and that's out of there. One L Studios is getting a strongly let's, worded letter from let's, me. Let's see if we can bring in yeah. some of these crabs into the, the, the fucking <laughs> No, Hollywood. don't mellow it you down. AIDS was fine. That's funny. It's so bad. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I, was, I thought enters. You know, you have this too. The thought enters your mind fully Man, formed. Like I, Let I, me tell you something. I've just like recently... I knew that was funny. I, I didn't it make is that, funny. I didn't make that up. That's fully formed. Yes. And it, I just, I'm a, a vehicle for it. Yes. <laughs> Kieran, you run a comedy podcast. No, no, but I'm saying to you, like, I'm not searching for that. Yeah. That just goes, there you yeah. go. It's a gift from the Lord. I believe if that it is. If you didn't say that, you're a fucking no, Satanist. See, see, if you don't say it, isn't there something wrong with you? Yes. Yes. You have to say it. Now, you I will say well. that because recently I'm saving up for my fucking visa to fuck off next year, right? Mm. And I've never said before in my life, and I'm like, listen, I'm fucking very grateful that I've been able to do stand-up full-time yeah. for the past couple of years. But if I want to get this visa, i got to fucking make as much money as I can. So, I've recently started working. I don't know if you know this. I've recently started working in a vape shop. Right, okay. Right? Now, all day, what I do is the hardest part of any sort of public service job. I've done waitering. I've done bartending. Um, I've worked in a spa. Right. I, I, I even did a Christmas stint. At um, B&M Bargains. Oh, man. Right? No. I've seen it all. I've seen you, it all. I reckon you saw most of it in there. I've seen every sector of humanity <laughs> in the wild, right? right? The vape shop, it's my final stone, you know? <laughs> this is it. I now have the Thanos glove after I complete <laughs> this mission. This is my side quest, right? right? So I'm in the vape shop all day. What you just did there, where you let it out. The main part of that job is to hold it in. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I had a woman come in the other the other week, right? And she was, like, <coughs> in her... She had to have been pushing early 70s, right. right? And she came in, and she was asking me about all these kits and all. And she said, what about this one here? 
And she goes, I'm trying, I've been smoking 50 fags for the past like 30 whatever years, right? And Do you want to be good for that? Moisture on the lungs. That, <laughs> that's good. She asked me so many questions that I, what I, what I thought in my head, right? And I was a wee bit ashamed of it, but I was like, you're going to die anyway? Like, why? Why stop now? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why make the switch to strawberry kiwi you're, you're now? Not, you're not gonna give yourself another five years in your thirties here. Yeah, just die in peace so I can yeah. take my tea break. You know, die in peace <laughs> so I can take my tea break. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> I used to feel that way when people would come in to Tesco to the till with like stupid questions, and 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 then the thing I think I've talked about this, but the thing that really used to wind me up are was when people would come up with a big shop and start loading loading it up onto the conveyor and then go, oh, i forgot something. Actually, I've forgotten about three things. Pears. Can I go get that? And I'm like, you can do all this, put it into your car, and then come back in and get three things. Yes. Or if it's one thing and you know exactly where it is and it's there, fine. See if you're going to make me come out from my wee seat behind this till and fucking pack the rest of your shit up onto the conveyor beep it through, and then bag it. Yeah, now you're in a and fucking game show. Now I'm part of your family, you can't. Yeah. So I'm, I am going to steal your mushrooms. I am going to fucking... I am going to squeeze your loaf. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm, I've squeezed a few loaves. I've squeezed loaves. I have squeezed a loaf. I'll admit that. Never fuck with anyone's food ever in a restaurant, but I have. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I have. Just a wee, like... Yeah, you know. a wee valent one. Like, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do... <laughs> I, I agree. I would never do anything like... I would never hackle. I would never... I would never do anything like that, you know, or wipe a snatter on somebody's chicken. I'd never do it. No. Right? That's crazy. Right. I think, because that is disgusting. But you can't squeeze a loaf. But you can fucking... Yeah. Right? yeah. You can, you <laughs> Wait, can, do you, one more time? That's how you do it. That's how you do it and they won't catch you on the cameras. What is that how you squeeze a loaf or a hitman it's, someone? It's, you're thumbing it. You have it at one end. You're passing it through. The, the beeper is the controller. <laughs> Right, Theater. Justin Bieber. Right, <laughs> this is the technique here. Let's right. pretend this T-shirt here is the loaf. Uh-huh. So normally you would go kabloop. Yes. Right? The way to do it in this instance is to go kabloop. Yes. Yes. There you go. Now, if you get really good at that and you've power on your wrist, you'll get about seven or eight slices. Or yeah. I mean that is, and nobody will be any the wiser. You might even flatten the heel if you oh, do I mean, that you'll, you'll bigger. Go, you'll go through the heel. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting. I'm racking seven slices. Like, yeah. It's like, you know the bit in uh, Karate Kid 2 when Daniel fucking chops the ice? It's like that. They're counting how many you fucking went through. But see, could you go for the strategy as well as, uh, give me the beeper. So like, if you were doing like, so you have the loaf and instead of, I like the strategy going like that there. Yeah. But, oh, but you, it's the thumb. It's all in the thumb. But what if you just went like, say you got like one hand up here and you've got like at the base of the heel here yep. and you just go for a week. Yeah, I think you probably get away with that too because they, they won't catch that. Yeah, they won't catch it. Or if if when you're snatching for it, if you're reaching for it over that way, you can do a wee. Yes. A wee fucking. It's all because of cameras everywhere. Yeah, no face, no case. I, my my loaf was ruined. He must. If anybody ever went, he must have done that. I go look at the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. But mushrooms as well used to be something. If people were buying loose mushrooms in a wee paper bag, and they fucked me and they went away. It's, they're getting they're getting this as I'm wearing them. Yep, no problem. Go on, go and get whatever you want, yeah. Oh, so, I can't. No, that's a step above. No. That is. 
That's now you're fucking with. And then the, loose the the, the, la, the last thing I would have fucked with. The only other way I could fuck you. Shake would a be, soda. No, I would do. I would do like um. I would fuck with uh, like while I was packing together. Mm. You know what I mean. So you might get like um. Oh, you would get something that's easily damaged, and you're putting that. You know, maybe those loose mushrooms that you've already fucking rid to death. Yeah, they're going in under a fucking two k two k bag of potatoes, like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Or or I'm taking patty flues and sticking them in under the fucking under under the big surf. You know, the, fucking, the fucking the family box of fucking surf. You know. Here, it's only happened when people fucked me. No, it I get it. Like it was never. It would never happen to a regular customer. I get it. Only when people were cunts or weird. Yeah. Do you know what I used to really hate? There was this woman who used to come in. She was such a fucking bell end. She had like a squad of kids. And she would come in and say things to the kids that were for my benefit, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she would sort of go like, you know, Richard, Richard, stop doing that, or mummy will have to get very cross and upset with you. And then she'd, like, look at me and go, and I'd be like, I'm not entertained by your family. Your life's awful. Like, I, you're, you're buying fucking value crab sticks. Like, I'm not, I'm not jealous of you. So she would like she would <clears throat> she would go even further though and she would she would always do this sort of thing where she go the man is going to shout at you I've been referred to as and the man. see the man and true story I don't know if I've told this have I told this Dan that one day somebody did say it wasn't her it was somebody like her it was in her she was a regular she was a cunt said <laughs> so she knew me enough to know but said to me said said their kid um stop that or the lady's gonna shout at you. Talking about you? Talking about me. That's fucked up. No, I mean, because I'm sitting there, to be fair, I was clean shaven. I had spaggy hair and black nail polish on. I did, you know, I, I, I look like a big pink fan, if you know what I'm saying. And, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, people, that lady's going to shout at you, and I'm like, this lady's going to fuck you. That's what he's, that's what she's going to do. Big pink fan is also my porn abuser. <laughs> That lady's gonna shout at you. I'm like, she's not. She's gonna fucking thumb your patty for lose, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's gonna squeeze the smoke out of your bacon. You know, like, I admit seriously, I just squeeze the smoke. See anything that came through that was loose? If, if they fucked me, like it's getting squeezed, like it's just slightly ragged. This was this was specifically in the last sort of three or four months I was working there, and it just wasn't happening. I wanted out. I, no. I do feel like though I, I feel like I feel like anybody who does comedy or music or any acting anything creative full time I do feel like it might be a necessity to every so often go back into public service yeah just yeah. to humble yourself it does humble you a bit yeah and just to be like you know what like I literally I remember I played uh, I played Vicker Street opening for uh, Shane Gillis and the next day I had this guy trying to explain to me that his coil was burnt. And I was like, wow. Like, you can't have an ego. Like. No, no. I, I know, man. It's fucking... It's rare. Like, I... See, I used to think that, like, doing the... Doing lecture was like that, but it's not even... It's not the same. It's just working in a shop. No. You, you deal with... Because you're an authority figure. You, de- you deal with an unbelievable amount of shit. I'm an outlet for anger. You what? I'm an outlet for anger. Yeah, mate. That's fucking... You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. People used to freak out about nothing. I, I've I've definitely told the story about the chicken, haven't I? Yeah. Somebody bringing back a chicken that was fucking 
picked dry and goes, that wasn't good. And I was like, get out. Like, <laughs> just take its carcass and leave. Like The best job, you know? the best job I ever had though was working for the swan boats in LA. Yeah. That, was, that was peak. Is that those, like, it's like you get on it and pedal them? Yeah. Right. I used to just put families into that. That's a good time. Oh, it was great. It yeah. was fucking great. I don't think I've ever had a job that was like, people were like, like that, you know, where it's like you're doing stuff. It's like you're you're at a fun experience for people, apart from obviously comedy. I mean, but like a job where you know, no, that's huge because people are going there in, in good humor. Yeah. Plus, I've never mean? I've never worked in a restaurant where like I was cooking the stuff or anything, apart from in the Wee Tesco Cafe, which was just for staff. Aye. So it's different. I've What's never, that like? It was good. I like. I've it. always wondered. See them supermarket cafes. I was kind of. Oh, but this was like this. What's was, going on in there? This was this was in like the staff room. It was just staff. But they're massive. No, but it's not. It's not in a cafe. If you know what I mean. Why it's, does ours they get it's like? Not, it's not the ours that cafe or the Tesco cafe. It, it's like a wee cafe, but it's it's the staff room with the kitchen in it. But I was cooking in there. Okay. To make lunches and breakfasts okay. for people. But I I loved it. But it was all just staff. I, not not customers, if you know what I mean. I do like a good staff canteen. I tell you, it was here, a staff canteen. That's exactly be, what it was. I'll, yeah. Here, don't be, don't be like plugging away at this, you know. Right. But just for your listeners, if you can find a way to get yourself somehow into the Irish news canteen, oh, is it a good time? Geraldine in there will make you a pea and ham soup that'll blow your tits off. <laughs> It is fuck. It's the best. How, how do you know Geraldine? Because I used to work at the Irish News. Did you what remember you placement do? year? I don't even. Oh fuck! I do remember. Remember, this. I yeah, lived you in were doing like uh, I lived near like, the chef uh, like Morgan. Yes, them. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I used to have to go to Q Radio and all. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I do remember that. Yeah, that's mental. That's mental. I uh, I used to enjoy. Do you know what I used to enjoy? I used to enjoy making uh, the bacon in this thing. So we cook in literally like seconds. And uh, so you could you 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 would serve everybody, and then you could knock yourself out of tray bacon in ten seconds, toast in eight seconds. Like you're literally having a massive, massive bacon sandwich yeah. in, in twenty five seconds, start to finish with butter on the bread. Like I mean, it was unbelievable. Go over and steal that coke out of the machine. It was fucking class. Seeing the topic of soup, right? Yeah, you've been out to America a few times, right? Yeah. Have you ever experienced? The all-you-can-eat soup restaurant, <laughs> no, right? That is called. You'll never guess this. It's called Soup Plantation. No, no. Soup Plantation. Is it good? Do they it's, have lots of different types of soup? It's or? well, you know, they have a few chowders as well. Right. There is a salad bar. Right. You can just take as many croutons as you wish. Right. It is a good experience. Sounds good. I will say that. The chicken noodle soup for me was, was you, a personal highlight. You, you're a man that enjoys uh, what? What do you call it? Ramen. Ramen. Love a ramen. Love a pho. Yeah. A what? Pho. What's pho? Pho is the expression that people who've been to Vietnam once do when you say pho. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Pho. Have you been out that way? Have you been out that way? Vietnam. Have you? I haven't been another continent. I haven't been out that way. No. Oh, okay. I haven't been, been out that way. I would feel like it's a I've never been to Vietnam. <laughs> it's like yeah. you talk about that like the new Tim Hortons in Toronto. <laughs> you been out that way? I've never been out that way myself. Like, see, see what I call it. That is like, 
is like a noise I would make trying to blow on it after <laughs> after it's turned my tongue to rubber. Did you ever do that? You ever turn turn your tongue to Velcro? Yeah. And just fucking you go <gasps> after you do it, and it's like it's sore all day. I hate that. I hate that. Like Fuller is also like kind of resembles like a you know. I don't know how to say it without being vulgar, but yeah, uh, mid bust is what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen you've seen both their faces, now. but no, that's that's mental because like I had a fool this morning, <laughs> but by myself. I uh, fool for one. See that? <laughs> see, see, like I I don't think I've ever. I think the only ramen I've ever had was in an airport, and it, it wasn't good. Like. Man, this is the thing, right? People will give me shit about this, saying that looks like watery shit. And I was like, you need to experience it. I, like, I, I, I don't. I sort of think it must be It must be good if you get it in a good place. What it, was that place that was on the Ormo? Was it any good? I don't know if it's still there. It would be a rebel. That was the best one that's been here. And it's gone? It was it? fucking fantastic, yeah. Is it gone? Yeah, I think the pandemic kind of. It was lost to the pandemic, but no, it's it is it is great, but you do have to get it right. Do you know what's so melting about that place? We went into it one day because we had heard it was good. Mm-hmm. We went in, and it was really busy, mm-hmm. and we were like, we we actually didn't have time. Yeah, and now it's gone, and I'll never know. But I enjoy that it's called <laughs> ships in the night. I know, be <laughs> sliding doors. Do you know what I mean? Just, you don't know, you don't. So like, it was called be a rebel, but I I used to enjoy it. It was called be a rebel. I, I, every time I see the word ramen, I actually see ramen. ramen yeah. That's what I see. Yeah. So I enjoy that. Um, that sounds like something like, like you know, whatever the example I gave there, someone be like, uh, it's pho. And you're like, it's ramen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, I went to the fortune teller and I've definitely got gypped because she <laughs> said that I would be, I would find my wife at 28. And I'm 29 now. Oh, but maybe you found her at 28 and I you don't, just haven't married her yet? I don't think so. I can't see it. Maybe you have, though. Wouldn't that be weird if you married somebody now? That, that I met at 28? Re- that you already know? I did take stock of the woman that I've met this past year in terms of, like... Taking stock of them, by the way. Sounds like you're literally standing doing a wee clipboard, you know. Yeah, she was all right. Yeah, uh, I've yeah. got a spreadsheet at the house. Yeah, you know? I remember watching. Uh, did you ever watch Catfish? Oh, Catfish was right. great. There was but again epi- early Catfish. It it kind of lost around it of did, itself. It did lose around of itself. There was one though. I think in the later ones, maybe a few seasons in, where Neve took the he took somebody's phone off him and fucked it in the in the water like out of harbor. Like he cracked <laughs> up at this guy, and Max is literally standing there going, "Dude, can't like." And the producer of the show and all comes out and is on the camera going, Neve, are you actually all right? And he's like, a guy got in there. Yeah. The guy was a fucking bellend. And he's standing on his phone going, <laughs> and Neve just goes. Wait, this, this was the catfish or this was yep. the catfish No, the catfish. This was the catfish? Yeah, he was. the guy was a fucking cock. He but like, fucked the catfish. He just he fucked it into the water. And you're like, oh, that's funny. But uh, there, was a, there was a thing on catfish. It was a guy, he was a kid. Like, he was actually quite young, like 15 or 16. And he was catfishing something mental, like hundreds, a couple of hundred women at once. That's wild. And He must uh, have had some chat. And was, uh, but he had it all. It was you said spreadsheet made me think about this. Because he had a color-coded, like a deep dive spreadsheet. And the colors were to do with how far he'd gone with each of them. 
with like war, war, <gasps> basically what he was up to and his pre-scripted kind of chat. You know, I'm on like, I'm on the let's get to know her parents bit today. I'm on the, and he had it across hundreds of people and then he had files off it for like stuff that they'd sent him and all. It's constant as GCSEs. Mate, uh, he was, yeah, he was like, he was like, he's doing triple award. <laughs> in manipulation. But, but, but in, a, in, in a lot of ways, he's already got a PhD, like, you know what I mean? Like, and just how to fucking get what he wants out of people. Like, it was absolutely mad. I don't understand, right? Like, again, you know, it's it's a, it's like one of those things where it's like, I have a few friends who you would regard as top shaggers, right? Yeah. And see people that are like talking to multiple women at a time. Mm. Listen. Do your thing, Blair. But I just don't understand how you can have the emotional Persist capacity. It. Yeah, it's not you for don't. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's mental. I also, too, in the, on the topic of catfish, fall in love with someone that you've spoke to online is insane. I have done it with someone that I've encountered maybe a couple of times. And it's I'm like, yeah, this well, is a bit crazy. Well, it's, it's mad. I think it's mad. The attachments that people form on catfish to somebody that they've never seen in real even, life. even on a, on FaceTime, yeah, where you don't know, because I I mean out of all the catfish episodes we've watched, like during a fucking or leading into the pandemic or whatever, I haven't seen it in years. Like the the amount like I've only seen one or two where it seemed like this is very suspicious and it actually was just somebody being a bit weird. You know, like I actually don't have a phone with a camera on it. But, but we're in the age of voice notes too. I know, but this I'm saying this happened like that's happened maybe like you know, somebody's like, Oh, you're using old Nokia and they actually did. Like that that's happened twice on Castfish out of like hundreds of episodes. Wild. Because the rest of it's like, you know, actually, yeah, I know I said um some some woman claimed to be Lil Lil Bywire. <laughs> <coughs> True story. Did you ever see that episode? I mean if you're gonna catfish, like little Bywire is that's was, so funny. But it was a woman. It was a woman pretending to be Lil Bowie, and she'd got some wee girl thinking Lil Bowie's fucking texting me here and sending me bottles of champagne. And I don't even know if you could really brag about that today's age. I know. I'm texting Lil Bowie. Most people would be like, "Who?" It was Marv, and and then and then it became like some um, shagging Nick Cannon, and uh, and then and then the wild night guy. It's it's absolutely mad. And then it turned out it was this it was this woman who was like. Uh, you know, sort of a, a bit uh, masculine, right? And she was, um, she, but but then your woman who was being catfished, like in the in the follow up, had met her a few times and like really liked her, and because they had this connection now, because they've been talking all the time. But your woman's going like, I'm I'm straight, but like, you know, consider this like, yeah, I'm sort of going, it's so fluid and. Not just like, not just it's not black and white. Like, do you know what I mean? It's all it's they're living in like a, a gray, like all the shades of gray. If you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The way she was talking about it, um, they've fallen for the soul. Yeah, that's exactly. It was it was actually quite interesting. But like at the end of it, I would be going, and the soul I fall <laughs> fell for told me, you know, she was little by why why yippee oh yippee edge. You know what I mean? That's where I'm going. Like I'm, I would never forget that about them. I'd be looking at them going. Yeah, you know your class, and I'm in love with your soul, but you're not by why. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It would be like imagine like when I first met Chloe, if I was just going, I'm Shane Todd. You know what I mean? In fact, that's that's not even fair to Shane because 
because like he's probably more well known than Lil Bowie. It's just like <laughs> Bowie had that one song, didn't he? And then like I I don't know. Yeah, no, pretty much, pretty much. But like, yeah, it's insane. Like I I think too. Like, did I even tell you about that fucking fortune teller? No. So I basically I had a I had a brief encounter with a woman in New York. Right. Right. I don't know if you did, so ever called it off. Right. right. Went to a fortune teller. Got day drunk the next day with two girls. We went to see a fortune teller. Mad. Right. Now, first of all, this, I think I've definitely talked about this before, but this cunt, I'll make it brief. This cunt's place, his practice, right, was literally <laughs> his in the back of his gaff. Right. Of course it is. Separated by a why? singular black Because it's not curtain. a practice. That's why. That's so right? good, though. So get in, right? This guy's wearing full grey tracksuit, right? With clear. Now, it was in America, so I doubt it was Stroganoff, but the exact same profile of a Stroganoff stand on his right leg, right? right? So imagine yeah. that, like, this guy can't even fucking yeah. wash his... Can't even, he can't even get a fucking bit of Marmite toast from the plate <laughs> in his gob, but he can see the future, right? So He, he didn't see that fucking coming, did he? He, he said to me straight, straight away, he was like, oh, he goes, you've been heartbroken recently. And I was like, how recent are you talking about? Probably says that to any like, young man that comes yeah. in. You know what I mean? And then I was like... Why uh, else would you be at a fortune teller? <laughs> he, he knows if you're looking for answers in his practice. Yeah. You, you've either been bereaved or heartbroken. But, sir, you know, I wish, of all the people I know, I wish you could have been there with me because... Just to see your psychological analysis of, of, this of, of his cold read. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was too. He wasn't meant reading the boss. He was freezing. <laughs> so he's sitting there, right? And he goes, he, he's like doing all these hand movements and all, right? Like yeah. summoning spirits, whatever, right? Oh, and he goes, uh, what if he's like this girl, she's hurt you, right? What if it's not her, but it lies within you? And I was like, oh, he's cooking, right? And then he goes, <laughs> he goes, because here's the thing is like, this goes way beyond like therapy and stuff like that. This goes way beyond that. This is a spiritual thing. And I can tell from being in your presence. You're acting this guy, by the way, is top, <laughs> top level. Because <laughs> I, by the way, have you knew the guy? Have you seen the guy? This is this exact. Is yeah. And he goes, but I can tell from like being in your presence for like the last 20 minutes that you have a blocked love chakra. Now, the thing is, is that whilst you have this, you've been hurt in a previous relationship and it's blocked up your love chakra. So essentially, like you can go in relationships and you'll find love and you'll, you know, you'll you'll get into relationships, but you'll have a hard time maintaining the love. Now, I do offer a service to you. Fucking Mr. Muscle for your love chakra. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just... He goes, I can unclog it, right? But as I say, this goes way beyond, like, you know, the therapy and stuff like that. This is going to be a spiritual practice. And I only charge, what do they charge? Unblocked love chakra. What are we thinking, boys? $100. $100? 150 $400 to unblock the love That's chakra. About 250 bills yeah. here. Yeah. Is yeah. it more? Like 300 And I was, uh, I literally said, I said to this guy, because I'd been drinking. You could go right? and, you could go and probably buy like a pretty good replica of Michael Jackson's glove. Yeah. And have a hard wank and unblock, unblock a few chakras. Like, 
You know what I mean? A really high level wank love, like. Because I'd been day drinking all day too. I was crushing Long Island iced teas. Yeah. And I just said to him, I'd rather die alone. <laughs> Literally, oh. even if you have the magic. <laughs> Sorry, this has to be the end. Imagine if he says to you, I can unblock your love chakra. And you just go, when you're looking like that. <laughs> oh my God, you just neg life him. You just fucking, you just worst life him. Do you know what I mean? Oh my God, you neg him. Oh my God, you give him a big old neg flounder. $400 to unclog. Yeah. Your love chakra. Strong enough, staying on tracks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Five foot Strong enough, staying on tracks. But he's oh. gonna unblock my chakra. <laughs> Give oh. me 400 big ones. Oh, mate, that is fucking mental. What, what happened then? Did you just leave? Nah, but it's still blocked. Fuck it. <laughs> still blocked. <laughs> Unbelievable, mate. Well, here, uh, thank you very much for coming in. We are out of time for today. This has been this so has much been, fun. Mate, give me it, give me it. Alex. This it's has been, been quality. So we will, uh, have you anything you want to plug before uh, you go? You're obviously doing uh, what we call Bomb Skull Podcast the minute we get us. Yes, the- watch that. We release yeah. every Monday morning. Um, and then beyond that, I might be doing a few Iron McCann and Friends shows when the start of. 2024. Great. We'll keep an eye out those. Come back on, share them. We'll chat those out. Fuck yeah. Thanks, Millie, for coming in. We will, uh, we'll see you in the next one, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Peace. Oh, no.